When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Thank you very much. Welcome, welcome one and all. Please, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Welcome to The Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. First of all, let's start off with a, with a heartfelt happy Cinco de Mayo, everybody. Now, a lot of people, it turns out a lot of people mistakenly believe that today is Mexican Independence Day. It's not. It's Mexican St. Patrick's Day. That's why we drink green margaritas. Oh, the luck of the Mexicans. They're after me lucky burritos. <laughs> At the end of every rainbow is a pot of salsa. <laughs> Cinco de Mayo isn't even celebrated in all of Mexico. And here in the United States, it only really began to take off in the 1970s and 80s when brewing companies began capitalizing on it as a way to appeal to consumers. Wow promoting a holiday for corporations to make money? That is so, that is so crass. I can't believe it. I, I mean, I, I, you know, breaks your heart. Well, at least we'll always have the Feast of St. Oktoberfest. <laughs> you know, who could really use a drink right now? Wall Street. It's been a crazy week for the Dows. In order to try to fight inflation, yesterday the Fed raised interest rates by half a point the biggest hike since 2000. Of course, back in the crash of 2000, stockbrokers were all giving the same advice. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> after, yesterday's, after yesterday's rate hike, the markets went up 932 points. Pretty good. But this morning, as one reporter described it, investors woke up with a binge-trading hangover. <laughs> oh, you gotta be careful when you binge-trade. Otherwise, you could wake up next to a stock you don't even remember acquiring. I... <laughs> I want to say, I want to say Susan, I'm sorry, a Citigroup. <laughs> then today, everything went kablooey. The Dow tumbled over a thousand points in the worst day of the year so far, eclipsing the previous worst day of the year, every day of the year. <laughs> now, speaking... Right there, right there, okay there? All right. Now, speaking of worst, there's been a sighting of former President Mopey Prick. <laughs> there he blows. <laughs> blows. Yes, just yesterday, right? Yesterday, he gave an interview to the Christian Broadcasting Network and made a pretty wild claim about religion. Nobody has done more for Christianity. Nobody has done more for religion of all type than me.
That's a bit of a bold statement, but uh, I'll say this. He's right about Christianity. For four years, he certainly inspired me to say, Jesus. <laughs> Remember... Remember, it's not just Christianity. He said no one's done more for religions of all kinds, which also makes sense. He's got the wrath of Yahweh, the destructive power of Shiva, the BMI of Buddha, and the sexual assault history of Zeus. Yeah. He's a, he's a big swan. Ah. He's, he also, in the same interview, he, for some reason, bragged again about that old person, woman, man, camera, TV, cognitive test he took a few years back? I decided to take one because the fake news was having fun no matter what you did. And I took one, and you know, it was an amazing thing. They now call me a dictator and other things, but they don't call you stupid. <laughs> he thinks we don't call him stupid? What a moron. <laughs> He's been bragging about this for years as some sort of remarkable achievement on what he thinks is an IQ test, which it's not. The 10-minute test is designed to detect mild cognitive impairment <laughs> and include such questions as, name these animals. <laughs> well, that's easy. I'd name them Big Hair Billy, Horny Sheila, and Dr. Humps. <laughs> it's a little disturbing. It's also, it's just, you gotta say, it's a little disturbing when he says he doesn't mind being called a dictator as long as people don't think he's dumb. <laughs> that's a little too close to that old Mussolini speech. My fascist rule will bring glory to Italy. Also, look, I got today's Wordle in three. Mm. <laughs> three. Pasta! It wasn't just the former president. We keep learning disturbing details about his entire administration, courtesy of a new book by two New York Times reporters that says that during the 2020 campaign, the ex-president's team poll-tested the idea of expelling all Chinese scientists from the U.S. and ordering National Guard troops into cities. Okay, that sounds insane, but there is a madness to their method because the former president's team evidently wanted to find a policy that sparked the same kind of reaction to his 2015 plan to ban Muslims from entering the U.S. So they wanted worse policies to infuriate and traumatize more people. They should have just pitched Space Jam 3 starring Marilyn Manson as Bugs Bunny and the cast of Cats. <laughs> the... You like... You like... You, <laughs> we disagree about Space Jam 2. <laughs> he likes it. I haven't seen it. The polls... <laughs> honestly, I... The polls were conducted by the ex-president's pollster and nipple who wanted to be a real boy... <laughs> Tony Fabrizio. In the book, Fabrizio vaguely explains that he got these emails from some guy named John. They went off of pages with these crazy <laughs> questions. I'd say to him, where are you getting these questions from? <laughs> Turns out, these provocative, even outlandish polling questions came from a fluid group of official and unofficial presidential aides. A fluid group. So definitely, Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> we remember, never gets old. Never gets old.
We know one member of the group was former House Speaker Newt Gingrich, seen here attending the annual Embalmers Ball. <laughs> when... <laughs> when... <laughs> when asked whether he had provided these bizarre polling topics, Gingrich said that the reporting on the questions listed above doesn't sound right, but added, we frankly looked at lots and lots of stuff. Your Honor, my client pleads not guilty, but also says it's totally possible. He stabbed lots and lots of people. <laughs> Another person brainstorming these cuckoo bananas polling questions was former White House advisor Stephen Miller. Yes. He'll be so happy you remembered. That explains why voters were asked things like, what is this thing you humans call love? And I'm starving. Are you going to finish that hamster? <laughs> this book also has some new news about House Minority Leader and Dad just resting his eyes for a second during the high school production of Our Town, <laughs> Kevin McCarthy. First, McCarthy was under fire for leaked audio proving he planned to urge the ex-president to resign after the Capitol riot. And now there's more leaked audio proving that in the days after January 6th, McCarthy was willing to strongly condemn the ex-president. What the president did is atrocious and totally wrong. Atrocious and totally wrong? Have some respect, sir. Their names are Don Jr. and Eric. <laughs> but their nicknames, their pet names, are atrocious and totally wrong. But the biggest bombshell is that McCarthy is heard on these tapes discussing using the 25th Amendment to forcibly remove the president, but just worrying that it would be too slow. I think the options that have been cited by the Democrats so far are the 25th Amendment, which um, is not exactly an elegant solution here. That takes too long, too. He was right. 25th Amendment is a long, complex process. Everyone knew the fastest way to get him out of the White House was with a burger on a string. <laughs> Now, McCarthy, there you go. There you go. Come on, baby. Burn that candle at both ends. McCarthy isn't alone. The GOP has a really deep bench of grifters and con men. Case in point, TV charlatan Dr. Mehmet Oz, seen here taking a picture with his biggest fan. <laughs> Dr. Oz is running for Senate in Pennsylvania, despite the fact that up until the moment he announced, he had been living in and filming his show in New Jersey. New Jersey! He's not a real Pennsylvanian. I bet he's never even gotten wasted on Yangling and tried to tongue the crack of the Liberty Bell. <laughs> now, you haven't lived. You haven't lived. Critics are also quick to point out that Doc Ozzie also has Turkish citizenship, but he has assured voters that he has never been politically involved in Turkey in any capacity. And it turns out, and I know this is going to come off as something of a shock, but Dr. Oz lied. Because this week, a picture emerged of him voting in the 2018 Turkish elections. Even worse, he voted for Jill Stein. <laughs> you got news? She'll be so happy you remembered her, too. <laughs> I got news for you, Mehmet Oz. When you vote, you are politically involved. And not to squabble if you don't duck this turkey scandal. Your goose is cooked, <laughs> ya chicken. Cornish game hen. <laughs> turning to sport. Turning to, no, 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 come on. We got, we got a long night. We got a long night. You have to have higher standards than that. Turning. <laughs> 
turning to sport. Many times I have stood up here and implied that baseball is boring because it often is. <laughs> baseball knows it. They have a break called the seventh inning stretch when everyone sings, take me out to the ball game to remind the crowd where they just woke up. <laughs> but baseball came dangerously close to being interesting yesterday when Astros second baseman Jose Altuve was up to bat and this happened. One, two count. Oh, two balls <laughs> and no balls. But Altuve's fine. In fact, he actually continued the at-bat and registered a hit. That is so inspiring. It reminds me of that famous scene in Field of Dreams. If you build it, he will. Ow, my balls! <laughs> we got a great show for you tonight. Up next, Daniel Craig takes the cold air questionnaire. Enjoying this episode of The Late Show Pod Show? Then head to cohst.app slash late show or visit the link in the description to fill out our quick two-minute survey all about getting to know you. Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney, the voice of Korra on The Legend of Korra. And me, Dante Bosco, the voice of Zuko on The Last Airbender and General Iroh on The Legend of Korra. Each week we'll recap and discuss another episode of The Last Airbender. I don't know if we've ever talked about it, but... Amazing guests stop by from creators to cast to super fans to chat all things Avatarverse. Are we saying that this is possible in the Avatar universe? Varney, we gotta spread the word. Now fans can also check out our weekly video pods too by subscribing to the official Avatar YouTube channel. That's a lot of fire, isn't it? That's right, we're on video this season, everybody. So whether you're a super fan with encyclopedic knowledge or you're brand new to this incredible world, it's Fire Nation time, Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Brave the Elements wherever you get your podcasts. I'm here with the star of Macbeth at the Longacre Theater, Daniel Craig. Uh, Daniel, you know, I always, I always enjoy when you're here. It's always a pleasure to have you here at the Ed Sullivan Theater on The Late Show. But the thing is, is that even though I can safely say you and I are very good friends, mm -hmm. the... Uh, the thing is, when we when when we spend this time together, it's only 10, 15 minutes at a time, and we don't get to know each other as well as well as, certainly as well as you deserve and as well as I would like. Right. And this happens often with the biggest stars that mm. I have on. Mm. There's so much I want to know. There's so many yeah. depths mm. that I want to plumb yeah. with my questioning, and yet there is no time. And so. The scientists in the Late Show Labs came up with 15 questions, mm -hmm. at the end of which, should you choose to accept the challenge mm -hmm. of what has been called the Colbert Questionnaire, mm. you will be fully known. Mm. Are you prepared to take the questionnaire? Yes. Daniel Craig, first question. What is the best sandwich? Um, bacon, lettuce, and tomato. Bacon, lettuce, and tomato. No. No. Is that anything like a bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich? <laughs> Similar? You know it is. Okay. What's the one thing you own that you should really throw out? Oh, jeez. Um, 
No. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh God, that's hard. Um, Are you a bit of a pack rat? You keep a lot of things. I do. Yeah, I do. But I do have. I, I kind of have like a once or twice a year. I throw everything out, including my clothes. I give them all to charity. So. Um, um, okay. Mm -hmm. um, um, so there's at least 24 hours once a year that you're stark naked, is what you're saying. At least 24 hours. At least, hours least 24 yeah, hours yeah, yeah, a year. Yeah. So clothes. 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 What's the scariest animal? Oh. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Well, that's a surprise. I don't know. Uh, what is the scariest animal? Um, probably a. Uh, oh, it depends where you are. I mean. But imagine you could be anywhere on the planet. Mm. Where, what animal Am I would... supposed to answer these quickly? No. Oh, OK. Oh, good. no, no, no. Right, okay. The longer this takes, the less I have to do on whatever <laughs> show this broadcast is OK, on. right, OK. Um, uh, scariest animal is, uh, oh, like a black mamba snake. That's probably sure, one. Sure, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. yeah. Yeah, they evidently they smell just... terrible, too. Do they? That's what I heard. Really? Yeah. It's a bad rap. Apples or oranges? Oranges. Okay. <laughs> what do you think happens when we die? Oh, great. <laughs> um, nothing. We become stars. Oh, wow. You should put out a series of motivational posters. <laughs> I've lost. I've got a job at the moment, so this is that's a, what I have to do. This is a toughie for you. This is yeah. a toughie for you. Favorite action movie? Oh, the first Indiana Jones. Sure, sure. Mm -hmm. Window or aisle? Um, um, aisle. Good man. Good man. Mm. Why aisle? To get to the toilet. That's right. Exactly. Mm. I don't want to wait for anybody to get up. No. Favorite smell? Mm. My kids. Least favorite I mean, smell? I, well, my kids. <laughs> <laughs> Two sides of the same coin, exactly. <laughs> Most use app on your phone? Um, oh, I can't play guitar because I can't count, but I need a tuner. Okay. So I use the tuner, which is sort of like a cheat, but uh, so I can tune my guitar. Get your E. There yeah, you go. exactly. Cats or dogs? Both. All right. You only get one song to listen to for the rest of your life. Oh. What is it? Fuck me. Sorry. That's that's a good very, song too. Yeah. Um. My God. Wow. I don't know. It's really hard. It's like that's. Um, show some um, love and affection by Joan Armour Trading. Oh. What number am I thinking of? Four. No. <laughs> Describe the rest of your life in five words. I better make the most. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the rules. <laughs> Daniel, thank you so much. You are fully known. This has been The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. If you're enjoying The Late Show Poncho, leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. 
Watch The Late Show with Stephen Colbert weeknights at 11.35, 10.35 Central on CBS and Paramount+. And for more exclusive Late Show content, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. I'm Rachel Martin. After hosting Morning Edition for years, I know that the news can wear you down. So we made a new podcast called Wild Card, where a special deck of cards and a whole bunch of fascinating guests help us sort out what makes life meaningful. It's part game show, part existential deep dive, and it is seriously fun. Join me on Wild Card wherever you get your podcasts. Only from NPR.